town of Abingdon, Virginia, has affirmed the value of the arts and economic development by establishing its first arts commission. This five-member citizen panel will direct town funding for the arts to arts organizations through a grant application process. The goal of the commission is to coordinate funding in support of a strategic vision for the arts as an economic and cultural asset. Greg Lilly is the inaugural chair of the Abingdon Arts Commission. He initiated the idea for the commission and led efforts to encourage support from town leaders. Greg joins me in the studio today to discuss the Abingdon Arts Commission. Welcome to the show, Greg. Thank you. Let's talk about the commission first by talking about how it got started. This was pretty much your brainchild, so you know pretty well how it started. (laughs) Right, yeah. We, um, I had talked to several of the town council members about having an arts commission, and that was really because I had been on the Arts and Culture Commission in Sedona, Arizona, when I lived there, and then most recently, Williamsburg Area Arts Commission. I was on it for several years, and when I came here, I thought, well, this is something that would be an advantage to this area. So we started talking about it, and probably about this time last year, we created a proposal um, to town council to create an arts commission. And then by February of this year, uh, they were making appointments to the commission. Talk about what the commission is supposed to do. There are several things that it will do. The first and the biggest is actually um, making a recommendation for budgets uh, to support the arts in Abington. So what we're doing is reaching out to all the nonprofits, all the arts nonprofits, and saying, okay, if you've got a project that you're interested in doing and you want town support, then we need uh, a grant application written up. And that just makes sure that we know exactly what they plan to do, how they're going to do it, how they're going to judge if it's a success. And then that allows us to follow up later to make sure that those town funds were used as they said they would be and used to the most advantage. And the other communities that you've mentioned that have had arts commissions, how have they thrived as a result of this? How has the have the arts in those communities thrived? Well, for example, in Sedona, Arizona, the the big thing there for that whole town is it's an arts community, a culinary community, and outdoor recreation. And that's really where Abington's headed. So um, it really helps support that in Sedona, um, especially small nonprofits that needed to get started and needed a boost. Sometimes they had big ambitions, but they just didn't have the funds at the beginning. So if they were putting on some kind of event as a fundraiser um, or an event um, that would show who they are so they could get more support, usually Sedona was there behind them to help them out. And in Williamsburg, it was the same thing. We had probably about 30 different arts organizations that came to Williamsburg, the city of Williamsburg and James City County asking for support. And it was um, just about every weekend there were events there for both residents and for visitors. 
It sounds like then that you've seen the arts thriving in different communities, and you see that Abingdon is sort of on the cusp of taking off with the arts. Is that kind of what you're perceiving as you look at the arts landscape in Abingdon? Yes, it is. And from what we've talked to organizations and to the town council and the board of supervisors in Washington County, they are behind this. Mm -hmm. They want to support the arts. They want the arts to grow because they realize it's an economic boost Mm -hmm. for the area. And, um, you know, we've got this great environment, um, you know, for outdoor recreation, for visiting historical aspects of the place. And with the barter and the William King, it's... um, it's just really exciting to boost everybody. You know, it's, as they say, you know, a high tide rises, raises all boats. And that's kind of what we're after. Who are the boats that are going to be served by that? Who are the, some of the arts organizations that we expect will apply for the grants? We are thinking it's really going to be, um, you know, like William King, the Arts Depot, um, probably Holston Mountain Art Artisans, mm-hmm. um, and places like that, really these nonprofits that have been doing a lot on their own. And in the past, they have come to town council to ask for uh, funding for certain projects. Mm-hmm. So what we're doing is kind of stepping in the middle and saying, um, you know, we know who you are. We've worked with you before. So come to us and let's talk about what kind of projects you need support for. And then we'll bundle all that together and make a recommendation to town council and um, I think it, it, I think it'll be a big boost for them mm-hmm. that we've got a citizen commission that's going before council saying these are the these are the projects that need support. What have been the reactions from the arts organizations? Because I imagine that some of them probably are hesitant to change. They probably like going directly to the council, but you're saying this is actually more helpful to them. Yeah, so far, everybody we've talked to seems enthusiastic about it. Mm -hmm. Coming before town council, a lot of them, they're not into lobbying. And that's kind of what they've had to do in the past. Every year, they had to get in front of town council and make their case. Mm -hmm. So what we're doing is actually taking that and putting it on paper and letting them work out kind of a grant application for whatever project they want support for. And we go through it and review it. And then we make one presentation to town council, which town council likes that, too, because instead of um, working individually with each organization, they've got this citizen commission that comes before them and says, here's what we've looked at and here's what we think would benefit the town the most. Is that a possibility that by having the Arts Commission that the arts are in a better position than to advocate for more money for the arts in their community, as opposed to what it was like for them to advocate individually? Yes, and that's happened. That happened for us in Williamsburg. Uh, The nice thing was that we had, um, we would do end-of-year reports with each organization, and they would come back and say, here's how the money was used, here's the results, Here's, you know, what we can do next time. So we gathered all that information and really made a case for increasing the budget uh, for the next year to do more because we could see the results and we had them all gathered together. 
I'm talking today with Greg Lilly. He is the chair of the newly formed Abingdon Arts Commission, and we've been talking about how that commission was formed and how it serves the arts in Abingdon. I'm going to go to a brief break, Greg, but when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about the vision for the arts in Abingdon and the region and how such commissions can continue to serve that. You are listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to economic and community development in Southwest Virginia, and you are listening to WE. THC 90.7, the voice of Southwest Virginia. It is fundraising week at WHC, and we encourage you to support this radio station with your gifts. As we are looking toward our future, we also look to be a growing part of the five counties we serve and a growing number of listeners in Southwest Virginia with our 9,000-watt station that is entirely powered by solar energy. WEHC connects the people of Southwest Virginia to each other, to their region, and to the world through the airwaves, the internet, and a growing use of podcasts. We take pride in programming that is locally sourced and globally connected. As a non-commercial station, WEHC relies on your support to keep itself in business. We receive no state or federal support. Our financial challenges grow each year as we seek to dramatically enhance our programming to better serve our listeners. Our goal for support this year is $50,000, and we hope you will help us reach that goal by phoning in your pledge of support to 276-944-6593. That phone number again is 276-944-6593. You can also go online to www.wehcfm.com and select Make a Gift. By either means, please consider supporting generously WHC. Your support helps WHC to remain on air by helping to provide engineering support and to helping cover the costs for programming, licensing fees, streaming fees, and power bills, among other expenses. And if you are able, please consider a major gift to WHC. Major gifts help ensure a lasting commitment to unique radio programming that brings the people of Southwest Virginia together in an appreciation of our people and our place. So again, please consider giving generously to WHC during this fall fundraiser by calling 276-944-6593 to make a gift or go online to www.wehcfm.com and select Make a Gift. At WHC, we very much appreciate your support, and we very much appreciate your listenership as we work together to provide solid, unique, and quality programming for the people of Southwest Virginia.
Welcome back to Together to Get There. Today I am speaking with Greg Lilly, who is the chair of the Abingdon Arts Commission, a newly formed commission that will work with arts organizations in the area to provide grants in support of arts projects in Abingdon. Greg, we were talking about how the commission got started, thanks in large part to your leadership. Let's talk about now how the commission helps focus arts organizations on a larger vision for the arts in the region. Do you expect that the commission will then be working with the town council in Abingdon to try to get them focused on how the arts can strategically serve the economy of Abingdon and the region beyond it? Uh, Yeah, you know, the main thing that we want to focus on and what we did in other arts commissions and other municipalities was we look at the comprehensive plan. Everything that the town council and the town staff should be doing is going toward the comprehensive plan and its goals and objectives. I am very much a planner and um, so that's what I always focus on and especially in Sedona they we we did not do one step if it didn't go towards comprehensive plan. So that's what I'm, what I'm after. So they have decided what in the next 10 years it should look like um, in that plan, also the 2040 vision. And in that 2040 vision, there is an, a big arts component. So we've got almost uh, 20 years to work toward this, and that's, that's our horizon. That's mm-hmm. what we're working for. So there are things, you know, like developing Depot Square. Mm-hmm. That's pretty general. Um, in Abington. The in depot. Abington, yes. Yeah, because just about every town's got a Depot Square. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but in Abington, that's where the Arts Depot is and the old passenger station and some different things like that. So what we want to do is support the town and give them ideas of things that could be done there. And then I would assume that in granting support to these arts organizations, you're wanting them to keep those objectives in mind, assuming that their applications will be looked upon more favorably if they have those objectives in mind. Exactly. Yeah, because, you know, we all want to row together and get where we need to go. Mm -hmm. And this gives us a plan. Now, as we look at these different projects, we'll make sure that you know, they are a big benefit to the community. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a good use of taxpayer money and that um, it's something that they can accomplish. We don't want them to uh, go out there and fail, so we'll do everything we can. And the nice thing about having an arts commission is that we're working with all the different organizations. Mm-hmm. So if William King is doing something, has a big project coming up, and we see that it might fall in line with something the Arts Depot is doing, we would put the two together Mm -hmm. and see if they can work together and collaborate on different things. So I think that's the great thing for the arts organizations. Not only can we help them with funding of projects, we can also coordinate among them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're kind of a central database of everything that's happening and we can say, oh, well, you know, so-and-so is doing this. Maybe they can help you. And that's really what I'm looking at is, you know, the arts vision, we want to make sure there's diversity. So we want to support things that might not have been done before. Um, you know, tourism's important. 
Um, arts education is important, um, and just coordinating these efforts. Uh, a lot of people have difficulty with marketing. So if we know somebody that's maybe got a good marketing person or has, has used a contractor, then we can recommend those, that contractor to other organizations, knowing that, that they do a good job and they follow through. Well, I know you're in the midst of soliciting applicants for the grant funding right now. Yes. But beyond the grant funding and that process, then how will you bring these organizations together to have these kinds of discussions about marketing and aspirations for the arts in this region? Will the commission meetings be sufficient for that, or do you have other ideas that come from other arts commissions that you've had experience with to do this? In Williamsburg and in Sedona, we had what was called a listening session. And this, you know, after all these grants are done and we've handed it off to the financial people for the budget coming up, then we've got a few months that are available that we can hit different projects of our own. And one of them that we did that was very um, well received in Williamsburg was the listening session. And again, we had probably 20 to 30 organizations show up for this and we just said you know what do you need Mm -hmm. where are your difficulties and somebody would bring something up and somebody else in the audience would say oh we've done that before so it was almost more us creating an atmosphere where they could talk to each other Mm -hmm. and they could help each other out and i think that's one of our bigger things we also want to do things You know, for example, um, in the comprehensive plan for Abington, there is a goal to do public art. They want to set aside a certain percentage. Hopefully that'll happen. Um, And, but, you know, town council doesn't want to judge what should be considered art and what's not. Mm -hmm. So what is great is to have a commission of citizens that have some experience in art um, to look at it and say, make a recommendation. Now, the five of us aren't going to do it every time. We would probably create committees of people that know what more than we do, mm-hmm. and they could sit there and give us a recommendation. We could talk about it. So we see these subcommittees coming up mm-hmm. for different projects, one being public art. Well, that should excite arts leaders in the various organizations to see this coming together and see that there's a, an organization, a commission devoted to growing the arts in the community. The application process, though, I'm wondering if that is something that is a bit daunting to some of these organizations. Uh, you know, you're putting together the language for an application and the parameters and requirements for that. Do you feel that the people who are leading arts organizations and artists in this community are, are going to have what they need to apply effectively for these grants? Yes. What we've done with this, it's our first time. So our application is based on the Virginia Commission for the Arts project application. We pared it down some. Um, and people that have applied, organizations that have applied to Virginia Commission for the Arts will know exactly what they need to do because it's so close to what they're doing. And if you're a smaller organization and this is the first grant you've ever done, then this is a good way, this is a good gateway into the grant process Mm -hmm. because we're there to help. Mm -hmm. And it's just different components that every organization should have. And then we can show them how to put it together. In fact, as we get into this process this fall, 
We are having informational sessions the end of this month for the organizations to come in and we'll walk them through the application. As they go the next couple of months to put it together, if they have any questions, we're going to be available to sit down with them and kind of walk through it and see what they've got, give them suggestions, um, tell them what they need and what they don't need. How does this application process and the work of the Arts Commission accelerate the goals of the town towards a distinctive arts community, both over the short term and the long term? I'm thinking um, short term, we should be able to get organizations working together. Now, they work together today, Mm -hmm. um, but I think some of the smaller organizations might not realize that the help that the larger ones are. And I know they're happy to help out the other ones. So it's a good way to get everybody together in one room and really do that collaboration. Um, Secondly, what is great is that we are showing that the municipality is behind arts. Mm -hmm. There are no arts commissions west of Richmond. So in in Williamsburg, I would go to, to um, did I say Richmond, Roanoke? Yeah. <laughs> yes, there are some past there, but west of Roanoke. But uh, in Williamsburg, I'd go to Richmond. And you just so there was no representation from this area. And I think that's what's going to show to the Virginia Commission for the Arts, to the other arts commissions at mm-hmm. other towns, that this region is really excited about it and supporting it. And so in the long term, what's going to be is we're going to have a place at the table. And I'm wondering, I think you had talked about trying to extend this maybe to have a Washington County Arts Commission or maybe to have other communities taking this up because of the very thing you're saying, that it starts putting this region on the map in terms of its dedication to the arts. Do you still want to pursue those kinds of things? And how would the Abingdon Arts Commission sort of help foster sort of a commission system in Southwest Virginia? We would like to. We'd like to expand to Washington County. And we talked to a couple of the supervisors about that. Uh, And then we decided, well, let's get our feet on the ground with Mm -hmm. Abington. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we're trying to do is, as we expand, is to get more involvement so people from the county get into this and see what we're doing. And I'm hoping that we can create a model that uh, it can be Abington and Washington County working together. And then, you know, if Smith County wants to do it, if Scott County, Russell County, any of them, even the city of Bristol, if they want to do something like this, we have created a template mm-hmm. that they can use because basic, really, honestly, what we've done is taken Williamsburg and just copied them. Mm-hmm. Now, we will tweak it to what we need, but it's worked for 20, 25 years in Williamsburg. Um, So we're going to take the best of that and make it work for us. And I'm hoping that's what other municipalities do. And we welcome them to come to any of our meetings, um, talk to us, and we'd be glad to show them how to get it started. Let's talk about you a little bit. You're an author, and you had come to Abingdon. Was it from Arizona, or what was your route toward to Abingdon? Um, We were in Arizona first Mm -hmm. and then to Williamsburg. So I was in Williamsburg 
11 or 12 years and then came back here to be closer to family. Mm-hmm. And um, that's kind of when, you know, after all this experience with the organizations and the arts commissions, I was like, well, you know, this would be a great thing for this area too. And you have been involved with the Arts Depot on their board, serving yes. as treasurer for a while, and then you've been involved in the Virginia Highlands Festival. And so you've been steeped, really, in the arts of this area. What has impressed you, perhaps, about the arts of Abingdon and, and Southwest Virginia, and what do you feel are the real opportunities that have not been seized by this community? Well, I am impressed by the longevity of some of these organizations because lots of times you'll see arts organizations it's a really great idea people get excited about it and it will run and some have a smaller or shorter lifespan than others but it seems like the organizations here um, have a lot of enthusiasm behind them they have a lot of people that want to support those and um, they just keep going and I think what we're trying to do and what I thought would be uh, a lot of support for them is let's branch out and work with each other. Mm -hmm. And I'm hoping, you know, this will create more of that collaboration. And then I'm assuming that is sort of the the opportunity that really hasn't yet been seized is this idea of more collaboration. I think they are. There was a really uh, interesting thing the Arts Depot and William King did last year, I think. They worked together to do a portrait painting um, education. Mm -hmm. So there was a series of classes for that. And I think that worked out really well. So I think it's it's the part where we need to look at the strengths of each organization and see where they can fit with the others and, and kind of help each other along. And you said earlier that it feels like Abingdon is sort of on the cusp of really distinguishing itself in the arts. Is that because of the longevity of these institutes or these organizations? Is it because of the quality of the art that you see? What makes you feel like Abingdon and the region is really ready to take a step forward and become known for the arts? Well, it's interesting. Um, the town of Abington's tourism department uh, did a marketing survey, and they had a consultant come in and go through this, and they talked to both residents and visitors. And the biggest things they talked about for Abington was outdoor recreation and the arts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the barter has always been the, the crown jewel, and it will continue to be. But William King is a big one. The Arts Depot is a big one. And I think there's just more opportunity to really showcase our local artists um, and the people that are involved with it to really say, Here, here's what Abington has to offer. Yeah, you go out on the Creeper Trail, go hiking, do different things. Um, in the evening, you know, come in and have a great meal and see some wonderful plays, music, hear music, and see some great artwork. Well, and it sounds like the Arts Commission that is formed, thanks to you, is on is at the ready to help support that growth and that that greater profile for the arts in Abingdon. That's all the time I have, Greg Lilly, but thank you for being with me today to talk about the art, the Abingdon Arts Commission. Well, thank you. And you have been listening to Together to Get There, the show dedicated to 
Community and Economic Development in Southwest Virginia. I am your host, Dirk Moore. We have been talking with Greg Lilly, who is the founding chair of the Abingdon Arts Commission, which is seeking to help develop the arts in Abingdon and the area around it. And you are listening to WEHC 90.7, the voice of Southwest Virginia. Thank you for listening.